Hello, hello, and welcome back to the I'm Sorry What podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek with a great guest today. The crowds are going wild. It is Miss Jillian Froelich. Hello, sister. Sister from the same mister on the the podcast today. And the same mama. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, welcome welcome to another podcast, you know. ISW, I'm sorry, what? It's an honor to be here, dude. It's yeah, been too long. Family. You've had this for a year and I haven't been on. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, well, you know, <laughs> we have another podcast, but it's been a little dormant for a while. So, um, you know, would you like to do the honors of the big announcement today? What's that? We're recording. <laughs> We are going to finally re-record the Real Sisters podcast and I'm super excited because I've missed my sister time doing this podcast with her. I've missed connecting with everyone. So Ashley brought me in today to um, get you guys all excited for our podcast together. Yeah, get you guys pumped for the return that episode. We're going to record it right after this. So Jillian's super excited because she's getting a lot of my time. I'm getting um, a lot of attention because we're getting a back to back and this, you yeah. know, this podcast should come out Wednesday and then ours will come out on Friday. So you only really get some floor and sister time in, man. Ooh. I keep wanting to do things like raise the roof and then I realize they can't see me, but you can see me. So I'm still doing it. Yeah. So we're, we're communicating via zoom today. I, I don't know if Jillian's loving my look today. No. Um, <laughs> I've got a, my mom got me this, our mom, Bobby, our mom got me this heating pad a few years ago and I'm getting older and my back hurts and I'm a grandma now. So it kind of looks like a, a turtle cape and apparently yeah. she doesn't love my, my Christmas Zoom background either. She's throwing a lot of shade today. Well, you look like you're wearing like one of dad's puffy vest in like a green color. And then you've got your like mid- Mrs. Claus glasses on with the like <laughs> Macy's on 30 or Miracle on 34th Street background. It's just like a lot going on. Like, I'm yeah. sitting here with my Stassi shirt because <laughs> I can't, right. I haven't been able to do laundry in a long time. Um, but anyways, the, right. the laundry machine was fixed today. So wow, fresh chonies are on the horizon. That's very um, exciting. No more going back to mom's house to do your laundry. You're like a real yeah. college student for a while there. <laughs> Yes, I was. <laughs> but yeah, you're serving up quite a Christmas look. So it was just like a lot for me. It's not always my season. You know, I really, <laughs> I don't usually give a shit about Christmas um, because I'm just a fall person. And once falls over, like then I get sad. And, you know, I feel like growing up with mom, she really tried hard to make the holidays great. But damn, she worked in retail and it was just like, sucks now I work in retail so I get it (laughs) now I mean obviously people are gonna listen and be like you don't have to work in the store bitch so shut the fuck up which I totally Mm -hmm. hear and Mm -hmm. yes but I get it from the other side that like there's just a lot of work that goes into it now I'm tired but since there's really nothing to to give a shit about in 2020 I'm trying to give a shit about Christmas yeah well Christmas brings a lot of happiness you know why we celebrate Christmas right oh god (laughs) Oh, no, literally. Oh, God. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is the, the birth of Jesus, which is a miracle baby. 
<laughs> and he is here to forgive us all for our sins and connect us from, you know, being the, from, um, he's yeah, like the immortal. Really the vibes. Yeah, it's not the vibes. Today, but it's, it's just not, exciting. I love Christmas. So I mean, if you want to start your own Jesus podcast, you know, <laughs> that's chill. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> No, it's all good. It's all good, dog. So what's going on? How's your day? I know it hasn't been great, so I feel that I just asked that. (laughs) No, my day has been shitty. Um, So I work in the beauty industry, and unfortunately, our industry has been shut down again, which has led to some cuts that I've never experienced before. Um, I mean, I was furloughed the first time around, but... Um, luckily I'm still employed, but I am now only working three days a week. So that bomb happened today. And, um, yeah, I also am a Corona bride, um, if that's still even a term. Um, and so I've been working on changing my wedding date and it's not being able to accommodate everyone and it's been tough. So of stressful times. I do have a it really is. important question. I mean, I know it's not the most important thing that you said, but what's shutting down? Am I not going to be able to get my vagina waxed? Oh, yeah. No way. Damn it. I waited too long. <laughs> my window's yeah. closed. Um, personal, closed. Personal services are shut down and closed right now. So <sighs> I mean, the cases of coronavirus are just so high. Um you know, there has, we have to kind of implement some kind of shutdowns and just hard that who, who takes the hit, you know what I mean? And the beauty industry is taking a really big hit deemed non-essential and just, it's been hard. It's been hard on the industry. I've worked in this industry for 10 years, so it's all I know. And it's, it's one of the most fun industries to be in. And, um, it's just hard for all of us right now, but we'll get through it. We always do. Right, right. Um, yeah, it's interesting because you got, I mean, not to fire you up, but mm-hmm. it's a very interesting part of the industry they shut down. I mean, I see this every way. I see that we have to, like, close things down, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. what else are we going to do? But mm-hmm. my, you know, I, I feel that you taught me to get fired up about this because of how much work. I don't know if people realize, like, because I didn't, I would have never known without you, is how much time people in the beauty industry have to dedicate to learning about sanitizing shit correctly. Oh my gosh, yeah. They so probably could have cleaned up the fucking world and rid this if they would just let them go. Yeah, for sure. Well, we've been working with barbicide, which is a very, very strong chemical that kills germs completely. You can't even touch it with your bare hands. You need to use gloves with it. Um We've been working with Barbicide to clean all of our implements since the beginning of beauty school. You do 1600 hours of beauty school. And basically, yes, you learn how to cut hair. You learn how to color hair. You learn the fundamentals. But when you go to state board and you're tested, you're tested on learning how to not um, transfer diseases because our license also covers doing nails and pedicures and waxing. And those things can draw blood. So we are trained on how to make sure that we don't transfer that or spread any infectious diseases. 
and um, sanitize <laughs> germs. Like this is all stuff that we've been doing with barbicide with really strong disinfectants forever. And we have a license to do it and a license to prove it. And it just ooh, totally- ooh, go off girl. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's frustrating, but you know what? I under, I, I get it. It's like, I, I get it on both sides. It's really hard to decide who's going to be shut down. I just kind of wish right. they'd rotate and take turns. <laughs> right, right, right. So. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. But, you know, um, switching subjects a little bit, you had a big, um, big honor this year of hosting Thanksgiving for the family. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you want to tell everyone what the star of the show was though? Matt's turkey. (laughs) Um, Sure, sure, sure. Or the white cheddar that he brought. I mean, because last episode of the podcast, I uh, talked about how I felt, you know, like it was funny that all I was asked to bring for Thanksgiving was a cocktail and the cheese board. Yeah. And I feel like it ended up being, um, okay, fine. Matt's turkey. Yes. Mm-hmm. At least the support best supporting actor. <laughs> My husband smoked that Turkey for seven hours. And on top of that, he had to brine it overnight. He had to stuff it underneath the skin and make the marinade he had to do all this stuff, but yes, your cheese board really showed up. <laughs> hey, you know, I had to buy the cheese. Mm-hmm. I had to arrange it in the correct order. I yeah. had, to, I baked the brie. That, okay. Yeah. That was really good. I got different crackers. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was an assortment of the crackers. Yeah. I knew mom's judgy ass was going to be there. Mm-hmm. Your sangria was really good too. I've got your sangria picture. Picture you need to pick I up. I know, man. The sangria, you guys, was really on point, and I put, put like in edible there. glitter in there. Yep, yeah. It was like pretty too. It was too good. I, yeah, I definitely indulged. That was definitely the drunkest I think I've been on a Thanksgiving. That's Were you? Cool. I couldn't even tell. Yeah, I hide it well now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, not apparently not when I was at your house, but yeah, well, it was definitely a nice Thanksgiving. And so we did, um, turkey and ham and the ham was good. I made, I did the ham part. Matt did the turkey on the Traeger. We made mashed potatoes, um, Brussels sprouts. We did, what else did we have? Oh, dad's rolls. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they were great, but still needed butter. I don't know why everyone was hating on me for it. So our dad got the Hawaiian rolls. He's like, they're already made with butter or whatever. And I was like, I want to put butter on my freaking roll. And everyone was so judging me on it. And I was like, I put butter on the roll. I'm going to bite this piece of butter right here. A little judgmental people. Yeah. Well, Matt and I weren't sitting at the table with you guys. Um, It's true. So we were kind of up at the, up at the kitchen area, but no, it was really good. And I didn't like, I don't know why, but I've always been obsessed with white cheddar cheese. And I've never like even thought that you could eat it white cheddar cheese. Like it was a thing. Right. right. And like, I literally have the seasoning for popcorn in my spice drawer. I put it on everything. I love white cheddar. I always have some kind of cheddar popcorn in the house. Right. Yeah. And if I don't, I make my own, obviously. (laughs) And Ashley says, oh, this crumble right here is like white cheddar 
What's the age white cheddar from age white cheddar. And I took a crumble of that stuff and it melted in my mouth and I was in love. And I woke up the next morning, not dreaming about having Turkey leftovers, dreaming about eating that white cheddar. Well, yeah, I noticed that like everybody else got like, you know, some leftovers they got to take with them yeah, and like whatever they brought too. But mom <laughs> sent me with like a very small bag of ham and that was it. And yeah, I, I was- talked to her the ne- next day and she's like, oh yeah. Or like a few days later. And she, I was like, she's like, oh yeah, the cheese was good. And she's like, yeah, I took it home. was going to dice it up, ready to bring it to Aunt Tiffany's. And I was like, yeah, I noticed that no one gave me any of my, any cheese to go because I was I like, oh my God because I was surprised it was there too. And I actually, yesterday with that truffle, the truffle cheese that you bought, I made, truffle fries. I made truffle fries yesterday. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah I went, I fucking bouged it up. And then mom, yeah. like I didn't get any spinach artichoke dip. She was literally like, here's a small bag of ham. Bye. And I was like, <laughs> um, excuse me, a poor bitch still wanted to like have meals for the next few days so I felt super rejected on that front I was like whatever here I am just you took home um dessert though right I took home a uh yes I think I took a slice of apple pie yeah yeah the apple pie was pretty good Matt and I (laughs) we ate so much because we had so many leftovers rub it in in. (laughs) they had so many leftovers you know how long my leftovers lasted? Literally one the car meal. ride. The one car ride. Meal. <laughs> one meal. I had one. Literally, I had a ham omelet the next day. And I was like, oops, there's, there goes my ham. She I don't know what to tell you. Mom was in charge of divvying up the. She didn't want me, man. She didn't like it. I outshined her. Watch her charcuterie board for Christmas now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I noticed she hasn't asked us to bring anything, but I don't know if she's going to be hosting this year with everything going on with COVID. So I'm actually getting a colonoscopy on Christmas Eve again. Are you kidding me? My favorite event of the year. Yeah. So uh, for the listeners in 2018, I also got a colonoscopy on Christmas Eve. So um, now it's my, um, (laughs) what did you say? Receipts. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. No, we're telling that fucking story on the pod. I don't give a shit. Listen to this shit. So we were supposed to go to family, keep it vague on Christmas Eve. And I was really sick during this time and like Mm -hmm. needed this colonoscopy. And they're like, the only day we could do is Christmas Eve. And like, I mean, I honestly didn't really want to go to Christmas Eve that year anyways. Like we're just telling the tea. We're just spilling the facts. And I was like, I don't really want to go. And then when they said this, I was like, okay, well, there actually was no other appointment until February. They're like, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. So I call mom, she's in, whatever. So, you know, we send a message and someone in the family was like, there's really no other day you can do a colonoscopy. It's like, bitch. As if. If you want to do a colonoscopy on Christmas Eve in general, like who would ever want to do that and like choose it? My deal is that she has like a kind of a closer relationship. She or he has a little bit closer relationship with God. And I woke up during that colonoscopy. So she did something there for sure. She for sure put those vibes out. And I know that's, that's not how it works. 
I know that you don't. I know you. I know you're Jesusy, so that joke wasn't for you. That was for my others. Okay, so just let it slide. But yeah, I definitely woke up during that that uh, that colonoscopy. So karma's a bitch. What you saw? Were you face down, but I was to the side. They lay you on your side, and I woke up and I could see the screen. So I could see. No, I was like, oh, those are innards. That's the inside of my body, and I was like, oh shit. And the doctor's like, uh oh, and I was like, I'm awake. <laughs> And then they're like, you're not supposed to be. They're like, you only got a few more minutes. And I and I fell back asleep. And then apparently I kept telling mom that she that to not listen to the doctors and that I could have a glass of wine later. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm I wanna... looking for that same energy in 2020, you know? Oh my gosh. You like wake up and you're like, any polyps? Do you see? You guys show me what's going on. Yeah, I told my new doctor that. I was like, well, I woke up during the last one on Christmas Eve. She's like, yeah, we'll try to not do that this yeah. time. And I was like, thank you, much, much obliged. Uh, yeah, as if, by the way, the doctors want to be doing colonoscopies on Christmas Eve also. Right. Instead of going down the chimney, they're going up the ch- chimney. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Wow, you're really proud of yourself for that one, huh? No, it was pretty punny. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. So um, I meant to send send uh, that information out to the family chat, but I'll let you know, you know now and now that all the listeners know. Yeah. It's going to depend. I have to check on my insurance to see how expensive it's going to be because I keep getting fucked in the asshole. You know what I mean? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Um, so I don't really know how to transition. Uh, you know, it's not your job on this podcast. It's okay, fine. I was you, know, say, you don't have to do that kind of work. Me, right? you, don't do, you don't do that kind of work here. I'm, I'm okay. the host now. You, okay. just get to, you get to show up. I mean, obviously on the next episode, on the next podcast, we're going to talk about Vanderpump rules and shit. Yeah. But I do have one housewife question I'd like to ask you. It's an honor. This. Um, well, it's one of two. One, do you have a quote that like runs through your head? Like if you were on the Real Housewives of Livermore, Mm. do you know what your catchphrase would be? No, I thought you were going to say like, do you have like a a favorite phrase from? um... That's question two. Like, is there a a scene that leaves, as the kids say now, rent free in your brain? Like, is there a scene from definitely Real Housewives? I think one of my favorites that I'll repeat is um, legendary. It's um, Tamara Judge yelling at Alexis Bellino, I believe. She'd call her Jesus Jugs. <laughs> because this lady was like super religious and just like she'd call her like Christian Barbie, Jesus Jugs. And then one time she was yelling at her. I'm pretty sure it was her that she was yelling at. And she said, is your ass jealous of the shit that comes out of your mouth? I feel like that would be mine. Yeah. (laughs) I like, if I turned around with my grapes, as I would assume if it was real, is your, what was it? What's the shit one? What'd you say? Oh, she says, um, is your ass jealous of the shit that comes out of your mouth? That's my real housewives. I'm surprised you don't just have one memorized. Like you don't. I don't know. Like maybe, maybe like I may be misunderstood. 
but you won't forget me when I read you. That didn't come out right. I don't know. Cause like mom was know. talking. My about mind went straight to something about cats and like pussies, you know? Oh, um, like, uh, no, I was thinking, cause like mom was saying like how she always thinks I'm very like my, like I'm misunderstood. Like people always want to think that I'm saying, saying or doing something worse than like what my heart really means. So I was trying to think of like something like that, but do you remember when Grandma Florian gave us those? All of us got those like little crocheted people. Yeah. Mine said misunderstood. Oh, okay. What did yours say? I thought it was misunderstood. So, uh, that well, it could have been that they both came home and we don't know whose is who. Yeah. But I remember. So basically, our grandma one time got us each all. There's four Florian girl cousins. And she got us all these like stitchings and they were of these kind of scary looking girls and they all had signs up and they had different names. And it was like, misunderstood. I don't know. know. But misunderstood. I mean, I, I opened, I remember opening it specifically and being like, Oh, you think I'm. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't remember what mine was. Yeah, but that that house housewife scene was definitely one of my. I mean, there's so many. Like, I just. God. Are you watching Salt Lake City? Oh, absolutely! They're probably one of my favorite franchises. George tells tells me I'm gonna love them. Oh yeah, Matt watches them. Well, as as someone with a history with the Mormons, that yeah, they're like you're gonna love this one. So I think well, I have to dive into it. That. So there's like the whole Mormon aspect of the show where they definitely will like talk back about they'll correlate what's happening back to their religion. But then there's also Mary Crosby and Mary Crosby married her step grandfather. Whoa. Yes. And she married her step grandfather because her grandmother owned and ran a church. And when she died, she left the, everything to Mary, including her ex, her husband. So she found it. <laughs> yeah. So her grandma. Husband is someone? Do not leave me, Matt. That's. <laughs> no, it's. Are they property? I like this role reversal, though. Like, this is all I'm hearing. Feminism. Because the man was the property. That she gave, yeah, but no, it's gross. It, it turns gross because they asked her. So she married her, right? So she married her step grandfather. And at this, so in the beginning, I was like, "Ew, oh my god, that's so gross!" Like she chose obviously to do that. Like she had to do that. And then after the wedding, they asked the producers asked her in the interviews. They said, "Did you have sex on your wedding night?" And she goes, "Oh no, thank God, I was on my period." She's like, it was weird for me too. She says she owns this. She says it's weird for me too. But then she says that her now husband kept coming to her and asking her when she'd be ready to have sex. So that part's disgusting to me. So I, I actually kind of feel bad for this Mary Crosby lady now because like, ew. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot to unpack. Mm -hmm. and this like goes on on the show so like it's definitely it's definitely something where you're it's bringing up new topics like we see all the same I mean it has the same old housewife stuff where you find out that you know one of them is you know having it um is cheating on the other 
one or they're getting a divorce and they're trying to keep it a secret. Like that's always a running theme. Um, Bronwyn's new right now coming out as a lesbian. I don't know if we've really ever had that except for with Kate, uh, Kate Chastain on Below Deck. But, you know, that that one's new. But yeah, <clears throat> it's definitely bringing a whole new element to the Housewives franchise that I think we really needed, especially in 2020. Right, right. Yeah, I feel like this, um, you know, because I never know what to watch sometimes. Like, I can't figure out where to go with my life. I'm watching the Queen's Gambit right now. And then mm -hmm. Jimmy and I have shows and I can't really like, watch them without him but then I yeah. get into them so I feel like well I mean the housewives but I'm Matt's in them now so that's not even your like solo does he have a favorite character franchise mm -hmm. I think he's in I can get him to watch South uh Salt Lake with me so for example in episode three when Mary started talking about her grandpa I actually because I was watching it by myself I actually stopped at the show and I went up to Matt and I said, we need to finish watching this episode together. He came down, which he normally never would do. And I replayed the episode and we watched it together. I don't think I could do that with like New York or OC. You know what I mean? Right, right. So. Well, well Salt Lake's new. So it's new yeah. territory. So yeah. like you guys can like, like, I, that's what I kind of like. If I were to start, I'd like to start mm -hmm. with Salt Lake because I'm always so behind. Like I watch Vanderpump Rules later. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And then like. If you watched, um, like OC right now is kind of getting like a new brand. They've got a couple new people on, um, but yeah, I think the rest of them. Potomac this season really showed up real housewives of Potomac. That one I never watched and, um, like it was low, slim pickings this right, year. Right. And so I, I dived in and I am not disappointed. Those that one's crazy. And I only started watching them this season. So, you know. Right. Wow. <laughs> Love the housewives. Yeah. Um, as we've been chatting, do you have an I'm sorry what moment, something that might have happened that pissed you off that you wanted to let it out on the podcast? Besides me or me, and that makes it juicy. Well, I do like, I haven't, I'm sorry, what, but I feel like it'll get me in trouble. Oh, we love that here. I know. You know, the scandal's the best. I mean, hey, you know, you, you let things out here, but I mean. I know, but I, it's pretty, so, you know, a lot of people are pissed off right now about like small businesses having to close and all these large corporations getting money. Right. And I completely support that. Like I support small business 100%. Right, right. But I want to, the thing that I think other people don't see that I've seen is that a lot of small businesses, because they own their own business, a lot of them aren't following the rules. They're not in, you know, they're not doing like a mask mandate. Um, you know, there are certain places I've gone in, like when I went to slow, for example, like little mom and pop shops and like I'd go in, they weren't wearing masks. And I'm like, okay, you know, uncomfy you know <laughs> so the thing is is like with these bigger corporations that they're keeping open like target or costco or you know places that they're getting mad is they have security mm. and if you're not wearing a mask you get kicked out and i think it's harder to regulate the mask mandate in these smaller businesses 
than it is in large corporations. So for me, it's really hard because I feel for a small business 100%, I do, but I also want this coronavirus to be under control. So it's not that I don't support small business, but there's been some, and I mean, it happens everywhere. Of course, not all big name corporations are following the rules. However, they're going to get bigger fines. They're going to be all over the media. You go to the mom and pop shop down the road, and if they're not following the rules or someone comes in not wearing a mask, it's going to be harder for them to kick them out than say like Target or Costco or someone with security like that. I come from a business that is small business, 100%, and we're following all the rules. Here's the problem. Not everyone else is doing it and they're not following the rules and they're ruining for, for me. They're right. ruining for my business. And I don't have, like, we don't have the security or the people that can really do this. And so that's what's happening. If all, everyone wants to follow the rules, we can all reopen. And by the way, I'm sorry, what? That goes for everyone. Um, I see it both ways because obviously in my world, like, I feel like I'm in the wrong, I, I feel like I'm in the wrong generation ever since I joined TikTok. I believe I belong in Gen Z and people mm -hmm. hate me for this. But I would rather pay more on my taxes if something like this were to happen and there was a better small business relief fund. Because to your yeah. point, the point, good point you're making is they don't have the same funds to get a security guy or, or, or girl, security mm -hmm. person in there to put the regulations in that need to be put in as much yeah. as. But I mean, people are getting their shit beat up. Like people are getting like, poor little employees are getting punched. Yeah, I like, know. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. And like, yes, there is some more protection. I just, don't, I don't understand businesses that just don't, you know, that don't do the mask stuff. I went to a, um, a brewery in slow and I got in an argument with the owner because he like sat down at our table and took his mask off. He's like, can I take your order? And I was like, no bitch. Absolutely not. And like, yeah. those are the, cause I keep wondering how the. That's, I, that's my point right there is they say, go to your restaurant, support them, support. And we're going there. And there's so many people who are doing the roles and I don't want to discredit them because those are the people my heart goes out to, but your point right there, it's like this guy sat down at your table and took off his mask and you're like, I'm sorry, what? Put that back on. Like, right. I didn't ask for you to sit here. Also, keep six feet. You're not following the rules. Like, oh my God, I almost jumped off the, the table. I was like. Yeah. Did you tell him to get up and move? I did. We left. I, well, because he sat down. He got, I was like, oh. And I was like, so taken aback. And then the waitress came and I said, hey, can you, can you ask that guy to put his mask back on? I was like, yeah. you serve us, you know? And then she's like, well, that's the owner. And I was like, okay. She's mm -hmm. like, so I'm not going to go tell him to put his mask on. And she's like, you don't understand. It's really hard to work in a restaurant with one. And I said, I actually just worked in the store the other day with my mask on for eight hours. So I, I do know, mm -hmm. um, I know it's hard, but like, that's the only way you're going to be open. So exactly. I'm sorry, but you have to do it. Like, yeah. I, I get that. No one's saying it doesn't suck, but it's just like, this is kind of what has to happen. And then. And then the guy brought out our beers and still didn't have his mask. And I was like, yeah, we're going to go I was like, I'm paying for these beers. I'm leaving. Cause like, then he was breathing on the beer and she's like, I can get you a new one. I was like, well, if this guy's out here, cause I've been kind of wondering to myself and I know this is stupid, but I was like, how is it spreading? And then I was like, oh yeah. Cause there's ass faces like that guy out there that, cause you know, you're like, you're taking all, all the restaurant regulations. Yeah. You're doing them. 
and but there's people who just aren't so I don't know I see what you're saying but I think that also happens at the big places too no it definitely happens at the big places like when I went to go buy my car at Hyundai the guy kept taking off his mask and talking to me and I was like um I'm high risk can you please put your mask on I'm not technically high risk but you are and I was seeing you so it is you are through me and I was like you you are making me so uncomfortable and he's like sorry I have to wear this all day long and I'm like I'm sorry too but like go take a break and then come back and talk to me like you're making me so uncomfortable and he wouldn't stop doing it and I was like to the point where I told Matt I don't want to buy this car from him because he's making me so uncomfortable right 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 you know but my point is is like what you're saying when situations like that where it's the owner I've come across that many times and it's so uncomfortable and it's like, I feel like they can, you know, get a hold of sometimes the bigger companies a little bit more than they might be able to most smaller ones, unfortunately. So I, called, I don't know. This could get me in a lot of trouble within the Livermore community, but I called corporate on the Mr. Pickles in Livermore. What was that? I called corporate on the, I pulled a Karen and I called corporate on the Mr. Pickles. And they were wearing masks. Well, they were, when I went, they didn't have any social distance guidelines. Like there's nowhere to pick up your sandwich that you were like on top of people. And I was like, I pulled a full Trisha. I was like, I work in the restaurant industry and I know you can, how to put six foot placers out and you guys need to be more prepared. I don't know what ever happened because I never went back, but we all know if you're from Livermore, you know, that Mr. Pickles has gone downhill since like, oh, wait. Yeah. It's gone downhill for a while. Very sad. Very sad. (laughs) it is like don't talk shit on small businesses and I'm like fuck the Mr. Pimples in Livermore (laughs) yeah definitely here's the thing if you don't believe in wearing the mask stay home home. (laughs) well yeah stay home I love when they say that in Target if you don't want to wear a mask use one of our other options um but this is something like our pastor just talked about in our last church um um, I was going to say episode because we watched it on TV now <laughs> in our last church service. And this really spoke to me. So he was talking about people being in the dark and what happens when you're in the dark is he said, you can be afraid. You can feel afraid. You can feel alone. You can feel anxious. And he was talking about how we would never want to make someone feel anxious, right? We don't like most people inherently, we don't want to make someone feel anxious around us. We usually want them to feel comfortable around us. Right. So he was talking about how he says he wears his mask one, because he does believe it works. And he said, and it was funny because he goes, stop emailing me, like stop emailing me your pros and cons of wearing masks. I'm done reading them. We're wearing masks. Yeah. I liked that. And then he said, the other reason why I wear my mask is because if I'm around someone who really does strongly believe mask work and I'm not wearing my mask, I'm making them feel anxious. Right. And I wouldn't want to make someone else feel anxious. And I was like, yes, exactly. And that's the whole thing is people, (laughs) it's amazing how you realize how many people are inherently selfish Right. Because this isn't about you. It's never been about you wearing the mask. It's about protecting other people or how other people feel. Right. Right. You know? So yeah, I loved when uh, Lundy said that this week and I was like, Woo-hoo! <laughs> that's right. Holy, holy Lord. <laughs> um, well, we are approaching the end of this episode of I'm sorry, what? And we're going to go record 
the Real Sisters podcast now. Very exciting. You get a lot of Jillian and Ashley this week. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, so Jillian, thank you so much for being my very special. Thanks for having me on. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. I'm glad you had your, I'm sorry. What moment, you know, where controversial and I'm like scared because I just hope people don't get mad at me, but you know, it's going to be okay. I think your point was made that you just want people to be safe, you know, and follow the rules rules and the more people to follow the rules the more things are going to be open the more things that can go back to quote unquote normal I'm sick of replanning my wedding people if you don't do it for yourself do it for me okay (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh all right you guys please like comment and subscribe on this beautiful podcast and don't forget if you don't already you can follow the real sisters pod at the real sisters pod very easy and tune in for our next episode on Friday. And I will be back with you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.